Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is June 2nd and I wish a happy birthday to a bass player who started out in the Runaways before finding fame in the Bangles, Michael Steele. Yes, she is 67 years old today. Love the Bangles. But today's focus is on a man born on this day back in 1941, a man who we sadly lost last year. Yes, born on this day in 1941 is the legendary, cool, suave and fantastically dressed Charlie Watts. Charlie was ever-present in the Rolling Stones from the early 60s. In his own distinct way, he stood out from the crowd by not being like the rest. We sadly lost him in August last year, aged 80. And to talk all about him with me today, I'm joined by Lee McCormack from Tramps Like Us podcast. So, Lee, Charlie's legacy and influence can't be understated, can it? Never. The Rolling Stones are undoubtedly the world's greatest rock and roll band. Come on, man. It's a fact. You just can't argue that. There are a lot of reasons why that statement is true. If we strictly speak about the Stones' music, 60 years of incredible recordings and live performances, uh, three guys were directly responsible for keeping that going. Uh, you know, the three essential key elements, I think, to the Stones' sound, obviously Mick Jagger, one of the greatest frontmen of all time, one of the greatest singers of all time. Not a huge vocal range, but that don't matter. It's the way he sings. It's his rhythmic phrasing. The style and attitude are incomparable. Obviously, Keith Richards, right, the songwriting partner to Mick. What a catalog of great songs the two of them wrote together. Keith is one of the all-time great guitarists, riff master. The music flows through Keith. He's a conduit for rock and roll. But not so obvious maybe to non-musicians or even non-drummers is the contribution Charlie Watts had to those songs. The groove of the band, the engine of the band for almost 60 years. Charlie played with the Stones from January 63 to August 2019, almost 57 years. That's remarkable, right? Never missed a gig. Name another drummer with that kind of cred. The drummer is so important to a band, to the singer, You know, Mick has to feel confident to perform at that level that he needs. You know, Charlie was huge support. Mick and Charlie had a strong relationship on and off the stage. I'm sure most of the listeners are familiar with the I'm not your drummer, you're my singer story. If not, uh, look it up. And he never really courted the publicity or the limelight in the same way that the other members of the band did, he? He was in it for the music, content to be a musician. He was not a rock and roll fan. He loved jazz. You know, he was thrilled to support his friends and his bands. You know, whether he's swinging the ride cymbal or playing brushes or, uh, you know, laying down the perfect beat with the Rolling Stones. Like, he's not there to show off. He's there to support the music, to support the song. You know, making a stadium of 75,000 people dance on their feet for two hours. All right, he lasted 59 years in the Rolling Stones because he loved playing drums. Right, not because he wanted fame, not for the recognition. His role within the band mirrored his role outside of the band. Right, married to the same woman, Shirley, since 1964. An astounding task, considering the Rolling Stones' lifestyle and that rock and roll lifestyle that he was surrounded by. You know, bored with the ego-driven promotion necessary in rock and roll. You know, the music was the only thing that mattered to him. You know, everything else was just daft. Right, and this contrast between him and the other band members endeared him to us. There's that classic interview clip from 86. They're filming the video for uh, One Hit to the Body, and Charlie could care less, right? To him, it's just work, and it? It is, you know, it's just part of the job, right? He delivers that classic line, we work five years, 20 years standing around. And he's widely regarded as one of the greatest drummers of all time. So what is it that made him so good? What made him stand out? 
He played for the song. You know, the drums are basically a support instrument. Sure, some musicians have stood out on the instrument. You know, you can solo on the drums. You can show off some impressive technique and chops on the drums. But no one wants to dance to that. You know, many don't want to even listen to it. You know, Charlie was a drummer in a dance band. That's where it started. You know, he was a great drummer because he had feel and he played the perfect parts for the song. You know, to me, that's the ultimate. Also, because of the way Charlie played, you know, simple, straight ahead, not too busy. You know, they were able to mix the drums way up front on Stone songs, you know, creating that sound. Think of how many Stone songs have that drum groove right up front, you know, same volume as the lead vocal. He's got his own feel, his own groove, and his own recognizable sound, right? He looks cool, too, playing that old 50s Gretsch four-piece kit, right? Nothing fancy, no tricks, no fancy paint job. Holding the stick's traditional grip, you know, the angle of the snare drum, the flat ride. You know, the, the, uh, the dominant China symbol that finishes all of his punch combinations, right? Those shots and fills on the kit. He's the greatest, right? The biggest influence on me as a drummer is Charlie Watts, no doubt about it. And one of the best dressed drummers ever. He dresses like a jazz musician from the 50s or something, right? The best suits made from the finest linens. <laughs> and then when he's on stage, when it's time to go to work, it'll usually be a pair of slacks and a t-shirt, usually brightly colored so we can see him from the last row of the stadium. What a drummer. We miss and we love Charlie Boy. A huge thanks to Lee McCormack from the podcast series Tramps Like Us. Please check it out on all good podcast platforms now. Well, that's it for June the 2nd then. I'll be back tomorrow to talk all about an iconic album released from a band which was the first with its iconic Mark II lineup. But until then, take care. Take care.